Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 39 in 2015 and with us to review the links for this week is, as usual, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. It's good to be back. The week starts off this time with a link to a poster from TESS Resources. Yeah, TESS is a global marketplace for teachers. Mm-hmm. They can buy and sell their resources there. TESS is over 100 years old oh, wow. and started as a free insert in the Times, Times Educational Supplement. Oh, hence the name. Over the years, it became an independent business and now has more than 7.5 million users in almost 200 countries. If you need anything about anything, you can find it there. Okay. This poster is useful because it lists in a simple and appealing way core information about dyscalculia and the most obvious symptoms. Easy to share for people on social media. And to create more awareness for dyscalculia. Okay, thanks. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful resource. It looks very beautiful. the The next link uh, this week is to a piece of research by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. What do they have to tell us? Yeah, the OECD is a great organization and shares many new insights about education, like years ago the multiple intelligence uh, theory from Howard Gardner. This one. It's about the message that many school boards need to get. Basically, the research shows that moderate use of computers in the classroom will help with academic achievements, but overuse of technology leads to poorer results. Oh, okay. People have a tendency to get carried away with technology and no longer see it as a tool, but as an independent mechanism for teaching. Mm-hmm. And limitations have been clearly shown in, in this study. Right. Um, even when technology gets introduced in a classroom, it's important that it is planned and developed well and fits into the scope and sequence of the classroom right. curriculum. Right. In fact, the Los Angeles School District earlier this year claimed $1.3 billion. Billion dollars. Wow. Yes, from the Pearson Company because they did not see that the curriculum on iPads that had been introduced by Pearson had actually resulted in any of the suggested improved academics uh, results. Oh, wow. wow. I'm not sure what came of that lawsuit, but for a school district to abandon a project like this and to start suing over it shows how important it is to think through the use of technology before you implement it. We, uh, in Discoculia Services, use apps and technologies in our practice, Mm -hmm. but in a very thoughtful way. And it can never take the place of one-on-one tutoring. Certainly not for children with Discoculia. Right. Okay, thank you. The the next link, uh, yeah, that's a funny link. It it, it tells us about a school that has glued strips with multiplication tables and math facts on their stairs. How about that? Should all schools start doing that now? (laughs) Yeah, this is nice. It's the Alcova Elementary School in Dracula, Georgia. They had some fun indeed with gluing the tables and math facts on the stairs. It sure shows their commitment to math. Right. But I guess there are some limitations. Mm -hmm. If I recall from my childhood, 
Changing classes in a few minutes led to a stampede on the stairs. Yes. So I wonder if the kids were really going to notice the stickers through all the feet and legs on the stairs. Also, while rushing to another class while being on Snapchat and Instagram right now or updating <laughs> Facebook and sending out tweets, there may be some safety implications. Yes, indeed. And it may distract the kids from safely climbing the stairs or create a traffic jam when a child gets stuck with like the multiplication table of seven. Right. But great awareness, but I would certainly not recommend large-scale adaptation of this practice. Oh, wow. Well, yes. I, uh, in fact, I haven't seen it that way. But you're right. There could be some huge traffic jams. Uh, in fact, I was in uh, the Utah Valley University where they had separate lanes indicated on their stairs for people that uh, could walk or run or text uh, while changing classes. Maybe that's the better use of uh, stickers on stairs. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website discoculiaheadlines.com. The ne next link is about uh, that, it looks like science fiction to me. It's a study into electronic brain stimulation to get over learning disabilities and boost learning. Is that our future? The link highlights a study done at a school in London, but more research like this has been already done in Oxford, UK. Uh, we're talking here about studies with uh, TDCS, transcranial direct current stimulation. Oh, wow. Uh, in uh, transcranial uh, direct current stimulation, researchers apply weak electrical currents to the head via electrodes for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, 20 minutes. Okay. The currents pass through the skull and alter spontaneous neural activity. Some types of stimulation excite the neurons, while others suppress them. Subjects usually feel only a slight tingling for less than 30 seconds. And the effects of TDCS can last for up to 12 months. Okay. According to a publication by Cohen Kadosh, who is a researcher in Oxford, and who does many of these experiments. It's most likely due to molecular and cellular changes that are important mechanism implementing learning and memory. Mm -hmm. The theory here is that uh, the electrical current changes neuron membrane potential, and the neuron can fire more easily. So, during math training, it might be easier to fire, so easier to make connections with other neurons. Okay. An earlier study had shown that transcranial random noise stimulation, TRNS, can improve learning and subsequent performance on complex arithmetic tasks with adults. Okay, I think we highlighted that on the Discoculia headlines as well a while ago. Yeah, my problem with it is that at this moment we do not have a lot of peer-reviewed research on this. There's no licensing mechanism, right. there's no government oversight, and there are no laws mm. regulating this practice. So, in fact... Anyone can open up a clinic and hook children up with these machines <laughs> that actually can be bought for around $500. Oh dear. So for now, I worry about the implications and would stay away from it until more research has been done and scientifically challenged and confirmed and protocols have been developed. Okay, I think that's a very good, uh, good advice and a very thoughtful approach. The, uh, the final link this week talks about discoculia and your mood. Uh, what's the relation here? 
Children with learning disabilities in general, and certainly with dyscalculia, can feel that they are not taken seriously, or people laugh about them, mm -hmm. and, and believe that they are stupid. Right. The girl in this story uh, had a great outlet for her love for the arts, and that has helped her through some of the difficult times. In general, this underlines the need again for early detection. Yes. If people have any doubts about the progress of their child, please do not let them suffer and have them do the free dyscalculia screener on our website as a first step to getting the learning disability recognized and finding possible ways to deal with it. I think that's great advice. Well, that completes the reviews uh, of the links for this week. Um, now, Tom Renswick from um, uh, on Track, he sent us a response on one of our tweets, and he says, we could be more forthright in asserting that techniques which work well for dyscalculic learners can also be beneficial for all. Would you agree with that statement? Yes. Yes, in fact, the online course that we are developing right now uh, to train people to become dyscalculia tutors works off the assumption that teaching math in a way that dyscalculic children can understand will certainly be very clear and will also work for all children. Okay. The difference will be in the pace of progress. Right. Made. But the methodology to teach a dyscalculic child is definitely great learning also uh, when it's grounded in uh, logical developmental steps, it's also great learning for children who have no issues with math. Okay. Well, as always, Dr. Schroeder, thank you very much for your insights. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.